This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is present enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. Um, I had a light early lunch, so I accept no responsibility for anything. Um, I also learned this morning a little piece of information to teach you that uh, dogs and cats uh, don't get vitamin D through their skin, so their their hair is producing the vitamin D, and that's why they lick it. So if you shut off the podcast now, at least you've learned something. And all that said, who cares? I'm so excited about our guest. Thrilled beyond words, Ziwei Fumado. Hi. How are you? How's it going? I'm swell. How are you doing? I'm okay. What's going on? Um, I'm sitting in my bedroom doing a podcast. What about you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing the same thing. Uh, it's, uh, we usually record a little bit later in the day, so I'm, I had to pull myself together to get all this going, but here we are. It's 12 o'clock in LA. What, what time do you wake up? Well, it's Saturday, Z-Way. What? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You've got, you're at three o'clock. You're in New York. You're having a pleasant <laughs> afternoon. You're in the dead part of the day when nothing's going on. <laughs> what? Well, I still wake up before 12. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up at, I will have you know, I woke up at 7.45 this morning. Okay, flex. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> what time did you wake up? I woke up at seven as well. Seven? Oh, you woke up at far earlier than me. Is that? Yeah, I woke up, at, I wake up at seven every day. I have like a natural biological clock that keeps me up. Like, my eyes just open up at the crack of dawn. And do you feel good, or is it still like a wake-up process for you? I, 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 well, I don't drink coffee, so in oh. that sense, I feel, like, good. I feel good. I feel fine. I mean, I don't, I'm exhausted always, but right, I feel fine, yeah. Do you consume caffeine at all? I don't drink, no. Is that, what is the choice behind that? I mean, what's I, the thinking behind it? Well, I just, I never really got on that wave. The co I never got on that caffeine wave, man. Um, it doesn't do, like, I've, people say that they get, they, they feel more energized after drinking right. coffee. I don't, I just feel jittery. I feel, I feel horrible. Right. Uh, yeah. Did you, when was the last time you had caffeine? Caffeine? Does, do does tea, tea is caffeine. So I've had tea recently, maybe like the last week. But I guess the caffeine content in tea is a little bit more mild or whatever. Yeah, it's not the same. Again, I just yeah, I'm not a coffee person, but I like I like uh, I drink, you know, juice. I drink water. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> very good. No, I, I I do consume a decent amount of caffeine, but it it doesn't energize me. It makes me well. It's like a weird balance because it will make me feel happy, but the moment I like cross the line, I enter anger territory, like weird like methy anger yeah uh, how much coffee do you drink a day i drink probably like uh one or two iced coffees 
Wow. I drink one when I wake up with breakfast, and then, you know, it, depending on what I'm doing with the day. Like, right now, I'm drinking coffee because, you know, I, I needed to be in some level of mood to record a podcast. Your 12 p.m. conversation it was too difficult? <laughs> yes! <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Every conversation is difficult for me, so it's, I've got to have some sort of chemical something or other. So you're waking up at 7 a.m., and what then what does the day, how does it unfold? Especially because, I mean, what is the situation right now in New York? you're free to go about your life what's going on yeah i mean so you are free to go about your life i'm we're in phase four famously but i don't leave my apartment very much because i'm still terrified i think my business model depends on me being alive and healthy so as a result (laughs) famously so as a result i just try not to expose myself to any sort of stranger or anything wow so when was the last time you like interacted with someone you didn't know I haven't been outside in five days. Wow, that's incredible. No, it's actually sickening. Do you feel like you're losing your mind? I am losing my mind. This is a slow descent into Dante's Inferno, yes. <laughs> so what are you doing all day in your apartment? Um, work. I work. I Well, because I run this li- weekly live show right. where I like interview people, so I'll research. And so a lot, a couple of my guests have been unscripted stars, so I've been watching a lot of like Alexis Nyers on Pretty Wild. Okay. I'm about to interview Taylor Nolan from The Bachelor, so I'm going to watch a lot of Bachelor in Paradise. Um, re- I read books. I... You know, right. I look out the window. I listen to <laughs> Nicholas Bertel's Succession oh, uh, score. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love that score. It's a beautiful. It's really great. The, an interesting thing about the show you do is that uh, I mean, besides uh, the obvious, like we're, I feel like a lot of people are learning a lot about various, uh, I mean, Black history and this sort of thing. But it's also introducing me to a lot of white women that I was not familiar with prior to the show. So shout out to them. Uh, who is this bachelor woman? Her name is Taylor Nolan. She's actually a black woman, famously. Oh, but okay, she great. she was a black woman that won Bachelor in Paradise. Wow. Yeah. So and that show has a variety of racial issues. I feel like I mean yeah, Bachelor, yeah. right? Unscripted television vision has. I mean, media has issues with right, racism. Right. Yeah. All. I mean, every every facet of our of the world we live in has issues with racism. That's but very yes. true. Uh, so, but with Bachelor, when did she win? And also, what does it mean you win the Bachelor? Bachelor uh, in I, Paradise. I, I I apologize to Bachelor fans around the world for my ignorance, but yeah, Bachelor in Paradise is different from The Bachelor. Yes. Have you no culture? I Basically, really don't. I know a little bit about The Bachelor. I know they're in a mansion and that like they keep everybody up way past hours to drive them insane. And like, I don't know anything else beyond that. And, you know, that's a fair description. Bachelor in Paradise, they go to Mexico okay. and they have three weeks to just have sex with as many people as possible. So basically <laughs> what happens is, and it's kind of complicated. So on Bachelor in Paradise, every week they alternate between who gets sent home. So okay. it's a girl's week to get sent home or it's a guy's week to get sent home. Okay. And if you don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend on any respective week, your ass is going home. <laughs> <laughs> and people will swap boyfriends and girlfriends. Yeah, it's wild. And is there any element of, uh, I mean, is there, is it all straight people? It is. It's straight people. Okay. Has there ever I been a gay cast member on one of these shows? I'm not sure. I'm not that familiar with it. I'm sure I'm, I hopefully, I don't know. I, I'm not that familiar with it. Oh, I can Z-way Google it. Exposed. I know. I think that there was like a, a gay bachelorette in uh, Australia, I want to say. Oh, but okay. I don't know if the American one has done, done what. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting... Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people who watch that show and it, essentially everything about it feels a thousand years backwards. So it's... Uh, it's uh, maybe I need to give it a shot and just see what horrible things are happening there. Honestly, so honestly, the, the hard part is that it takes, it steals time from this earth because every episode is about nine hours long. <laughs> and so that's really a struggle. But if you, if you find it in your heart to be isolated from your friends and family during a global pandemic, like I've chosen for myself, right. then it, it's actually a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, uh, are you from New York? I'm from Massachusetts. Where are you from? Okay. I'm from Utah. You're from Utah, and you're Irish. Uh, I, I have some Scottish uh, ancestry. Oh. I'm, I'm actually, I've truly been learning this in like the last six months. But uh, wow, uh, I feel like on the phone the other day, my mom said something about Danish ancestry. The truth is, is I have no very little idea of where my ancestors came from. You have the coolest name. 
Aren't oh, you a wine guy? That's I appreciate cool. it. I, uh, I, you have a wonderful name too. That's also. Very oh, you uncommon. don't need to do this. No, but you have an, I, 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 I feel like no. This is what we have to get into because you have an uncommon name, which I do. I probably is constantly being mispronounced. Yes. And I can relate to you in a big way on that level. It's an names to me are an interesting thing because on paper, you know, like you read them and you pr- you decide how to pronounce them. But the moment you say a name to someone out loud, there's like this weird barrier, I think, that people have in their brains where they're just like, I'm ready not to know how to pronounce your name. Do you totally. do you get that? Yes. I mean, I'm sure you experienced this in like elementary school where they would read the roll call and then they'd get to your name and be like, uh, uh, well, you can just say it because you're a kid, <laughs> yes. you know? Yes. So I, yeah, that's, I mean, that trauma will live with me forever. That's why I, I go by my first name with like entertainment stuff. Are you trying to get into that territory where you're just like a Madonna or a Prince or this sort of thing? I mean, I wouldn't call myself a Madonna or a Prince, but I would call oh, myself Z-way. a Z-Way. Z-Way, you're, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you'll be the third people 20 years from now be like, are you in the category of a Z-Way, a Prince or a madonna you know who's to say i don't know <laughs> just let me just let me make that prediction please sure. a decent prince category. is iconic madonna's like i think i'm iconic i do think i'm <laughs> iconic but in different ways than prince and madonna <laughs> that's very true madonna like if she had like made left earth after a certain period she probably would be an icon but there's some she's really muddied the waters with being an icon yeah the rebel the rebel love that phase of her where she did the like you know (laughs) martin luther king was a rebel heart or whatever that was tough she gets into some really rough territory and it really feels like i i mean i just speak for myself if i had I don't know. How much money does Madonna have? A hundred million dollars? Let's just say. A, More than that. Okay. Let's say $500 million. Yeah, Hire five people who can help you make these decisions. Eight, 500 to $800 million. Wow. That is. Yeah. But she's, she, but so she hit her fame at the peak of entertainment when people were making a lot of money off of music. So she really got in that wave right. when she was doing television, she was doing movies. So yeah, the eighties were like, the like the golden age if you could um be successful from like 1980 to 1999 in music you were making a zillion dollars and now yes my heart goes out to literally every musician at this point because it feels impossible to make any level of money as a musician yeah it's a tough one uh, as, a, as a pop star I, I would say that right i mean pop stars are still making good money right Yes, I mean it depends on what label they're signed to, who has their deal. But I'm, right. I'm, I mean, yeah, you'd think so. But then I guess also like uh, record labels are like famously screw over musicians, and like the money is only made through touring. And now we're like we're in a territory where you can't even make money off of touring. So that's I know just a hell on earth. And you kind of make music, right? I do make music. What do you mean, kind of? Well, I mean, that's uh, you do How all dare kinds you? of things. You're in How every lane, you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you pick a lane, and I will talk about that, and I won't say kind of. <laughs> but you make music. I mean, you can like you have music on Spotify, all of this. Yes, I have music on all streaming platforms, including Title.com. Title. Now that Thank is you. that is terrific. You know, Title. I think Title has. I don't want to to compliment any streaming platform because I'm not being paid to say nice things. Mm-hmm. But I will say that title has a fantastic sound quality. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is what I'll say about title. I was uh, in Brooklyn in like 2015 and they were having like a title concert, which uh, Prince was supposed to appear at. That's the only reason I went. He did not appear. So, oh no! And I was at the very top. Of, I mean, I got in for free, so it didn't matter, but it was deeply disappointing. And since then, oh, I did get a free title t-shirt, which I'll wear to bed occasionally. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, title, I I mean, it's God bless them for hanging in there. That's all I have to say. You know, shout, shout out. We 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 love the competition in right. um, industries. You've got, <laughs> you've got to have that competition, or people are going to get lazy. Zway, <laughs> um, I don't want to. I don't want to pry here. I sure. do feel like tweet your tweets lately. There's been some indication that you want love in your life. <laughs> I, okay, well, drag me. <laughs> I kind of make music. I'm very lonely. This wow. is a very sad person I'm talking wow. to. Wow. <laughs> okay, awkward. <laughs> no, but I mean, let's just lay it all out on the table. You're out there on Twitter <laughs> talking about you, how you need love in your life, and no one blames yes. you. What's, I wow. Mean, but you're living a very solitary existence, so I imagine yes. that's part of it. 
Um, I've yes, talk- is there a question in this? Yeah, no, I just wanted to point it out and move on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, just, I'm curious about people right now in quarantine and this sort of thing. What, like, are you pursuing any sort of dating? Like, because I know people will like get on, which just to me sounds like an absolute nightmare, like having a first date over Zoom. Have, mm. have you approached any of that territory? Well, so I was going to have a date over Zoom, and then famously, the the person I was like messaging with was mean to me, and so I had to tell him that I can't go on a Zoom date with him because I don't date people who are mean to me anymore. Oh, good. Had you. he caught me? Yeah, had he caught me a year earlier, he would have been on the top of my list. He'd be moving. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. I'm on the, I'm on Raya, which okay. is like the dating app for celebrities, but it's not, I would not call it, um, what's the word? Positive. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like it's quickly become the, uh, like dating service for DJs. Yes, exactly. Lots of DJs, lots of guys, like Tiesto, but not Tiesto's on it. You know, like, right. you know, like, like if it was Tiesto, that would be cool, but it's not. Have you it, had any positive interactions on Raya? No. <laughs> Great. But I have seen a couple. I have seen Matthew Perry. That was Matthew cool. Matthew Perry's on Raya. Interesting. Yeah. That's an exclusive. I uh, may, well, hopefully Matthew finds love. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I once you get to friends level fame, I don't know what you do, where you turn for love. <laughs> I did, was there any interaction with Matthew Perry? No, not at all. I feel like I would like poke that. You know that. What is the metaphor I'm looking for here? I would. You know, I would just be like, "What's this going to be like?" No. No. You've got yeah. zero interest. Zero. Seaway has no interest. <laughs> That's fine, Seaway. I don't care. I'm trying to help you find. Yeah, yeah help me find. Do you know? Do you know any eligible bachelors? What the fuck? Why would you bring you this looking, up without anything to for in a party? I'm looking for someone who likes me, who's nice. <laughs> right, but those are like you're gonna find eventually that. Those are pretty broad categories. What's like an you actual... You think so? <laughs> That's true. Straight man finding someone who's nice and interested in you is probably going to be a little more difficult. Yes. Uh, and hot. Also hot and also a genius. <laughs> You've got to pick three of those things. I'm sorry. You're well, shutting I just down be- your options. Yeah. I believe that I personally am a hot genius, so I feel like that's what I deserve. <laughs> that's probably true. But uh, That's yeah, probably I, true? I, I'm sitting here asking you to lower your standards, <laughs> and that's not fair of me. You, you do need to have higher standards, and I uh, don't listen to any of my advice here. I just We're living in a desperate time, and I'm trying to find you a decent person right now so okay well have you, you haven't pitched anyone but this I, is, thanks that's for just my, putting my business on front street for the entertainment you're for all the over the podcast yet. world as a single woman who sort of does music now <laughs> um no i i do have that problem though where like i'll have single friends and uh i i'm always like oh i need to set them up with somebody but then uh a large, I mean, large part of my friend group now is either in a relationship, gay, or a, um, a woman who's, uh, so like, as far as straight men goes, it's nearly impossible for me to, and then I, I'm also in comedy, so most of the people I know are a mess. So it's yeah. like, I'm not recommending any of these people to anyone, because that will just blow up in my face. I don't know. I, how does anyone, how does it ever happen? I, it's truly a miracle that anyone's in a relationship. Are you in a relationship? I am. I've been in a relationship well, for... Well, lucky you! why I brought this all up. I wanted to announce I've been in a relationship for five years. Okay, flex. We live together. Oh my gosh! On each other's nerves. Uh, Jealous. Yeah, it's really a special time for both of us. I saw it. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, I saw an Instagram of Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik um, hugging, and I got jealous. I was like, I want that for me. <laughs> and then I saw a, the, an Instagram of Adam Sandler. It was like his anniversary with his wife, and I also got jealous. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wish I had an anniversary to celebrate. <laughs> someday. Someday it's going to happen. We've just got to get you out there. Oh, don't feel bad for me. Fuck you. Oh, I'm pitying you <laughs> a lot right now. <laughs> Everyone's heart is breaking for Z-Way. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I don't know. Um, all that aside, Zway, I mean, we've uh, been in touch over the last uh, couple of weeks about you being on this podcast. I've been so thrilled about it. Um, and our, in our initial conversation about you being on it, um, the, the podcast is obviously called I Said No Gifts, and it's yes. got a very clear directive. And we had an email exchange, and you kind of you said something to me like, 
uh, you found a way to a podcast to get gifts. And yes, I think this I is a grift. I think it's a grift that you have designed a system in which you get paid to interview people who have to give you gifts. <laughs> Z-Way, this will all be removed from the podcast. I'm going to sew together some other words you've said throughout this to say good things about this podcast. Bridger Weingart's podcast is great. <laughs> That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was a robot. <laughs> um, but then in the email, you said, wonderful or whatever. Uh, I'm misquoting you here a little bit. Uh, but the yeah, also, of- don't impersonate black women. That's not a great look. <laughs> That's how I've made my career. <laughs> Um, No, uh, but you said, I'll send you your gift over email, which you're in New York. I'm in Los Angeles. Um, I obviously I I didn't. I I guess I should have said, see, why don't I said no gifts, but I I just let you send uh, a gift over email. And about five seconds later, I had received an email from you with the subject line. I'm going to read it now because this is all, you know, we're going to be getting into it at some point. It's from Z-Way and it says the subject line is my gift to Bridger dash. Do not open until show. It is a surprise. And then the only other information I have is now in caps lock. Do not O-P-E dot dot dot. So that's kind of, you know, I'm... uh I uh, famously will just allow emails to sit unopened and just kind of grind me down over time. <laughs> Things I need to respond to, this sort of thing. And usually I'm supposed to get to them and I and they make me feel very guilty. This has been a different feeling where I've had this email haunting me for about two weeks. <laughs> I don't know what lies beyond these doors. Z-Way, should I open your gift? Yes, please open my gift. <laughs> I, I, I do not know what to expect, and I'm, you know, I, this could range in any. This could be a phishing scam. So, <laughs> here we go. Okay, it says. Okay, <laughs> it says. Uh, do not open. 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 Okay, here is the gift. I still haven't seen the final couple of lines here <laughs> because you obviously put this, these security barriers, which I appreciate. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, I'm quoting this now. This is in all caps, absolutely jack shit from an emotionally exhausted black woman. And then it's got your. (laughs) It has your email signature and a link to your website. uh, And then, of course, uh, Gmail gives me a few options to respond here. I could uh, send an automatic reply of, okay, thanks for the heads up. Okay, thanks for letting me know. And okay, no problem. So this is, uh, I feel like this is a whole, um, this is an I said no gifts first where, you know, usually, uh, I mean, the title of every podcast is blank disobeys Bridger. Blank, you know, uh, whoever my guest is disobeys Bridger. They come on, they've given me a gift. They've deliberately disobeyed me. And this is, I guess this, I mean, I'm going to have to print this out and have it framed or something because this is coming from down the line. People will be saying, are you a first name like Z-Way? This is a gift, but this is also, I mean, fair. I just have to say fair enough. Absolutely (laughs) fair enough. But I need, I want you to talk and speak to this. Oh, speak to the Jack, giving you Jack shit. Absolutely. Because it's actually audacious that you would ask me to do your podcast and then ask me for a gift. So, no, I'm not going to you, Mr. White Man. No, I'm not going to send you anything. Are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? No. So that was my that was my gift to you is nothing. You get the privilege of my presence. My presence is a present. Kiss my ass. Anyway, <laughs> you have ambushed me in the biggest possible way on this podcast. This is shocking. I feel betrayed, but also so uh, I feel whole. I feel like this. This feels like a completed circle. And I also feel like you've uh, you've gotten ahead of other guests now. And now this is really sealing. Nobody can copy you at this point. So we're kind of guaranteeing that every guest in advance will have to give me a gift. Oh, 100%. I am a pathfinder in what I won't do for uh, cis white men. (laughs) (laughs) Famously. That's probably why I'm single. (laughs) I I mean, nobody can blame you at this point. I mean, you're out there living your life and the world is horrifying and... Especially the straight male, or I mean, the white male population, and then we add straight. If we can get into that another time, but it's a, a horrifying time. Uh, 
and I don't blame you. Yeah, during a global pandemic slash civil <laughs> rights movement, you want me to send you a gift? Are you? We're wilding. So anyway, I will say in our initial. <laughs> it's email a recession. I will say in our initial email exchange, I apologize. I tried to make it as easy as possible for you. I realize this podcast is a a big ask for every guest. But this, I mean, this is also the exact gift that Z-Way should be giving me. This feels exact. <laughs> I mean, like, I should have predicted that. I mean, but that's the fun thing about you is, like, you have a very specific thing you do, but it's still surprising. Oh, you're surprised by this. Wow. <laughs> How could I not be surprised? <laughs> I mean, this you've made history on this podcast by giving me absolutely jack shit. I mean, I mean, I will say you on some level, this isn't absolutely jack shit because it's still you had to type do not open several times. Oh, I copied and pasted it. Oh, well, then you had to. I mean, let's just go back. You had to learn the uh, the keyboard shortcut to copy and paste. <laughs> this is a whole lifetime of learning and everything go- poured into this. I'm I'm just saying it right now. Thoughtful. Deeply thoughtful gift you've given me. <laughs> you're right. You're not paying for the gift. You're, pay- you're paying for the experience. I'm paying for the experience, and I uh, I feel like I mean it was a jolt to my system. It's exciting. It's fun, um, and yeah. You, I mean, you're probably. I mean, you're exhausted. Yes. You're you're not only a black woman, but you're also trapped in your apartment. It's a global pandemic. Uh, and no. you're also, let's just say it, you're blowing up. Yes, I believe that's what people say. <laughs> you, uh, How is that all feeling for you? I, it's surreal because you have to understand, I am not someone who leaves my house. <laughs> so, I, so, so, um, so I go onto my phone and I, I get all these notifications. But like in the day-to-day life, it's just, uh, it's me going to my bathroom, me going to my kitchen, and me going to my living room. That's about it. <laughs> But then you just have this constant noise coming at you. Does it feel like um, the Instagram show is, um, do you feel like the audience is growing exponentially or is it like, do you feel like it's leveling off? What's the deal? I I don't know. I feel it's growing. It's growing. It's still growing. I don't think I've hit the capacity yet. Do you, uh, you initially were reaching out to people to be on it, correct? Yes. Are you still doing that or are now people approaching you? I mean, it's a combination of the two. Some people approach me and other people um, I reach out to myself. Like Alexis Nyers reached out to me. Uh, she's the one from the Bling Ring Pretty right, Wild. Right. So she reached out to me for me to do her podcast. And so it was kind of an exchange where I was like, will oh, you do my show? Okay. So it depends on the guest. Right. It depends on the guest. Uh, what is her podcast? It's called Recovering from Reality. And it's basically about how she was... Have you heard of the Bling Ring and all that stuff? I, ha- I mean, I was like, I was familiar with it, like that there's the movie and that they had stolen something and they were like all yeah. teenagers. And then uh, Jim, my boyfriend, recently showed me... I don't. I wonder if like she's come back into the zeitgeist because she was going to be on your show or something. But like last week, he showed me a video of her like recording a message on a phone. Yes, over Nancy Joe. Who is Nancy Joe? <laughs> Nancy Joe is a reporter for Vanity Fair that like okay. wrote this wrote this article that was like uh, something about Louboutins um, and how she she like walked to court in Louboutins and like thigh highs and how inappropriate <laughs> and it basically hurt her case um, and, and she got convicted of stealing from Orlando Bloom. Oh, um, Orlando yeah. Bloom—that's a name I haven't heard in a, about fifteen years. I know. So the the characters—I think she was only convicted of robbing one. Um, one house, but the the bling ring characters led by this woman named Miss like something Lee. Okay. She they they robbed uh, Paris Hilton, Audrina Patridge, Ra- okay. like, Orlando Bloom. Um, like the list goes on. Rachel Bilson. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, and they were all like Rich Valley kids who wanted to look like their favorite stars. Oh, how crazy! I mean, every name you just mentioned, I just like was a I was transported to two thousand four. That felt exactly. Crazy. <laughs> Exactly. It's, it's such a blast in the past. Yeah, that's when that was happening. Yeah. Wow. And so and so then she had a unscripted show called Pretty Wild okay. that was supposed to document her life as a party girl, right. but it happened to coincide with her court case. So it's just like this really dark like examination of this like young addict like getting arrested and going to prison for wow. convicted and going to prison for um for robbing celebrities. And how old was she at the time? 
18 when she was on the show. I feel I feel like I'm a thousand years old asking you these questions, and I apologize to everyone that okay. already knows all of this information. I'm just so out of touch with what's happening in the world. But uh, what do you watch? What do you like? What are you into? On, honestly, I've just I last night I really feel like I hit a wall with TV where I'm like, oh, I've run out of shows that I actually care to watch. Um, yeah, I don't watch a lot of television like that. Uh, I love. Uh, like what have I loved in the last little while? Um, we just rewatched the comeback with Lisa Kudrow, which I just think oh, is outstanding, iconic. Um, but I'm trying to think of current things I'm watching. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's from like a decade ago, right? Uh, I watched Black Monday. I love Black Monday. Oh, Black. Uh, well, you, let's, you like good let's episodes. Just chill for Black Monday right now. Wonderful show that people should watch. Excellent cast, fun writers' room. It's a great writing fun show. It's like a very. There's nothing else like a, it on TV, I think. And I'm not. I'm not praising myself here. I, I'm not the creator. I went. And, I wrote on it. I, I, like a, you know, you clock in and help, and then the people in charge are the geniuses. I love you, your episodes, and I love Yasser Lester's episodes. Uh, I think Black Writing has some of the best comedy writing on television right now. Let's just talk about yeah. Let's just praise Yasser Lester for a minute. I think he's not only an excellent writer and comedian, but a phenomenal actor. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's Joshua Lester is brilliant. He is so so funny, so problematic, but in the perfect way where it's like it, he really pushes boundaries, which I just respect from a comedian because it's like you can you can, sometimes you feel like you should play it safe because of cancel culture, but right. I just I really think he's like a very funny funny person, he, he like one of the funniest people the, I've ever met. Yeah, sir. If you're listening, we love you. If you're not listening, eh, I didn't say that. Zayla adores you. She's obsessed. She won't stop talking. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, Black Monday is a show I watch, but it, you know that's not a new experience because I wrote I wrote on it. Uh, uh, I may okay, destroy flex. you. I'm trying to think of current shows. I may destroy you and Perry Mason are the two shows I'm currently watching. I love I May Destroy You. I've never heard of Perry Mason. What is that? It's another HBO show. It's uh, I guess there was a a show in the '60s called Perry Mason about a lawyer. This is a remake of it with Matthew Reese and Oh, I love Matthew Reese. I do too. Did you watch The Americans? I watched Tudors. Wasn't he on Tudors? Oh, I'm oh, T-U-D-O-R. I was yeah. imagining him as like a high school tutor. Um, oh, no, that was John, Jonathan Reese Myers. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Reese. I, I watched The Americans, but only the first season. Oh, okay. Which was great. I love The Americans. I know yeah, a lot of people aren't crazy about it, but uh, I think it's uh, a wonderful TV show. But yeah, I, like, I feel like I've run out of... I'm re-watching things. I love Mad Men. I... Um, uh, it's hard for me to. I don't like most comedy anymore. It's hard for me to watch. Oh, you don't support your peers? Kind of not. <laughs> I feel like a lot of modern comedy all feels like a Geico commercial. What? Can what I do say? you mean by that? It's just kind. Of, maybe it's uh, maybe it's the quality that Geico commercials have gone to, or yeah, they're raising the bar the, for commercials, or, it, or either that, or TV has sunk. It just feels like a lot of like. I don't know. It feels soft and not funny to me. I don't know what to say. Mm. There's good stuff going on. I mean, I made Destroy You is all over the place. It, when it's funny, it's very funny, but it's also very dramatic. So it's, I wouldn't classify that as a comedy. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to bore our listeners with what are you watching? <laughs> Here we are. Just, I watch Black Monday right? and I watch Succession. I'll rewatch oh, Succession. I'm so excited and then about I, a new one. Yeah, I love Succession, but they're not—they're not doing that anytime soon because they haven't. I don't think they've started oh, shooting kidding. season three. Oh no! Yeah, no, they haven't started shooting. I know because that show is like my favorite show. Like Jesse Armstrong, I just think is one of the best satire writers, satirical writers, like in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I watch? I watch a lot of Real Housewives. We. We, I finally have broken uh, broken the seal on that. I had sworn I wouldn't watch it, and I've now seen two episodes. And I feel like every episode, Yay! they're in a 12-passenger van. Is that true? Always. That's not incorrect. Okay. Well, that's what, what episodes have you watched? Uh, we're watching, I guess, what may be the current season. I think Denise Richards is now part okay, of the class. <laughs> yes, we love. I think that they're treating Denise Richards horribly. I feel the same way. I feel like she's kind of like the poor girl that's like come to hang out with these people. And uh, the episode I watched last night, they made dessert or something, and she called them out. She's like, this isn't making pastries. We're just putting things in a chocolate. And I said, Denise, that's so true. Yeah, I love Delise Richards. I think that she is relatable and cool. Also, I think she's the most famous one, which is why I like her. Right. She kind of like, <laughs> she's the one I had heard of. So, yeah. Like, and she's, she just looks kind of sad and like, doesn't want to quite be there. And the rest of these ladies seem 
terrible. I don't I mean, I've only watched two episodes. Uh, Real Housewives reach out. Let's let's talk it through. But Denise, yeah. I, I'm so happy to hear that because even after two episodes, I'm like, Denise feels like she's been through a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She she also is raising a child with special needs. Right. Like she she has an ex-husband that keeps her in the press constantly. Yes. Like she's been give this woman a break. Yeah, and she feels pretty real. So maybe this is her this is her comeback. I don't know what to say. <laughs> also we we also stand Garcelle. Um Wait, by the way. Garcelle. Who is the black she's the black um the black actress on the show. Oh, I don't know. Uh, oh, maybe she was in the last episode I saw. They were like yeah. in New York or something. And yeah, I apologize she was there. to Real Housewives fans around the globe. I don't know enough about the show yet. But Garcelle. So she's cool too? We like Garcelle. Garcelle has a great um, acting career. She was in Coming to America. She oh, was wow. in the Jamie Foxx show. So she's a oh, very okay. successful actress. So, also, so we like Denise and it, Garcelle. Anybody on the show that's done actual work prior to being on it, congratulations. And we love you. Seaway, <laughs> enough about The Real Housewives. I want to play a game. Would you play okay. with me? Sure. Do you want to play? Uh, we have two games. There's one called Gift or a Curse or sure. uh, Gift Master. Gift or a curse. Okay. Give me a number between one and ten. Ten. Okay. I'm going to calculate. Uh, I have to calculate from a random list of things. Uh, while I do this, you have the microphone. Just promote something, recommend something, do whatever you want to do. I'll be right back. Okay. Everyone, please watch my live show every Thursday at 8 p.m. My Instagram is at F. Z-I-W-E-F, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's great shows. The past interviews have included with Alexis Nyers, with Caroline Calloway, with Allison Roman, with Rose McGowan, with, with um, Alyssa Milano. It's a fantastic show, so watch that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter where I talk about how alone I am. Um, what else is there? That's pretty much it. I, I'm sorry. I'm panicking. I'm trying to calculate as quickly as I can. Okay, I'll keep talking about Real Housewives. So Denise Richards honestly just seems like a nice lady. I don't know, but unscripted television is that difficult that way. People have asked me, hey, Z-Way, would you ever do unscripted television? And you know what I say? I say, no, unless I'm the executive producer, in which case then I would do it because I would control it so I would look nice. Should I keep talking? Z-Way, I have managed to calculate the uh, what we'll be playing with here. Let me explain the game to you really quick. It's very easy. I'm just going to name three things, and you're going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why. Sure. Very easy. Okay, first up, uh, gift or a curse, Craigslist apartment ads without photos. That's a curse. And why? Because it's a recipe for getting eaten by cannibals. <laughs> See, <laughs> anyway, I also forgot to tell you prior to this that there are correct answers, and so I just have to say right off the bat, you're you're wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> it's I a gift. Craigslist uh, apartment ads without photos are a secret gift because people don't pay them any attention. I think they're usually there. There's a good chance you're going to find a nicer apartment for less money with a Craigslist ad. Without, I mean, this. But this is also I'm in Los Angeles and you're in New York. And, New York's and you're also a, a man. That's also a true. Woman, I can't go to places with unmarked housing and pictures <laughs> and expect to be alive to see the next day. What is wrong with you? Anyway, see, see, wait. Let me speak to this. <laughs> you, this, you do not go. Everyone, do not go to an address sent to you by an apartment without photos. You will be eaten. That's absolutely without question true. What you do is you email and say, do you have any pictures? At that point, if they send you pictures, I'm telling you, there's a strong chance it's going to be a better apartment than what you're seeing in these other things. And they're going to be paying. They're going to be charging less because less people care to look at those. I'm just saying, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not trying to get anybody killed here. I... You're responsible for all those who die while listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, people have to sign a uh, waiver before listening to the podcast. <laughs> so uh, you heard it here first. They're a gift. Uh, Z-Way has, is zero uh, for three so far. I, Feels I don't racist to me. <laughs> this is a deeply racist podcast. So. <laughs> okay, let's try to let's try to get you back in the game. Z-Way, gift or a curse? Um, where is it here? Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets are delicious. Okay. And so, oh, yeah, I guess that's a good, a good response. 
They are delicious. You don't like chicken nuggets? Well, I mean, uh, are you going to say they're so delicious they're a curse or they're so delicious they're a gift? I don't consider... No, chicken nuggets are a gift. See, why? Chicken nuggets are a curse. False. Because You're just wrong. <laughs> no, but hear me You're out. Wrong. you got to hear me out. Some chicken nuggets are delicious, but the curse, I think, lies in the fact that chicken nuggets, out of all of the chicken products, are... Uh, the most inconsistent. I feel like with the chicken finger, you basically are going to get a wonderful thing every time. True or false? True, but what what ch- bad chicken nuggets are you eating? I've had some bad chicken nuggets. Where are the chicken nuggets? I go. There's only one chicken nugget maker. What are you I thought it was McDonald's. About? How many other chicken nuggets? Every do fast they have? food place has a chicken nugget. Wendy's has so, a chicken nugget. I burger. see. So I don't eat fast food, famously. Well, I haven't <laughs> eaten that chicken nugget in probably 15 years. But the list is a random list of objects, so I I can't be blamed. Um, I mean, we're I guess we're both speaking from experience uh, as children, then. Yes, and I had, I had, I think I had a decent childhood full of chicken nuggets. I, uh, I feel like you know, I, uh, I probably had a chicken nugget too late in life, where like you've started to gain some level of level of taste, and I probably had a bad chicken nugget, and it's it's also a processed chicken product. I, I want to eat a real chicken, so I don't know what to tell you at this point. Uh, well, you just told me that I'm wrong, which <laughs> is well, rude. try to get at least try to get this final, um, this final one correct, otherwise. It's just going to be a sad day for gift or a curse. Uh, well, it's just awkward because on the record, you invited me to your show to give <laughs> you a gift, and then you're just telling me I'm wrong. And I, <laughs> oh, please, give me a break. <laughs> See, my gift or a curse, the ocean. The ocean is a beautiful gift from God. And anyone who disagrees does not respect Mother Earth. Seaway, you've landed the plane. Of course. I mean, what else are we going to say about the ocean? It's, of course, a gift. It's a beautiful, luxurious gift to all of us that I and none of us can currently really access safely. So it's uh, I think that the ocean's absolutely a gift. And I I appreciate that we're at least able to come together at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. You got one out of three. You're terrible at this game. I'm just going to say. Oh, it. you're rude. I have a game. I have, how about this? Gift or a curse? <laughs> gift or a curse, your show. I said no gifts. Is that a gift or a curse? How about that, Bridger? It's both. It's both. You're not going to catch me. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. We have the final segment of the podcast. And Z-Way, I need just a small bit of assistance. People are writing into I said no gifts at gmail.com. They need yes. help getting gifts for people in their life. Are you good at giving people gifts? Is that something you've been doing? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic at giving gifts. Well, because hopefully someday I, we'll find that out on this podcast. No, that was a perfect gift for you, actually. So you're That's welcome. <laughs> uh, but you are good at giving gifts? Yes, I because I am a Pisces, so famously I listen. <laughs> oh, interesting. And that is, I mean, the key, I mean, listening and remembering, I would say. Because I'm a good, I would say I'm a good listener, but I'm terrible, I have a terrible memory and it falls apart. What's your sign? Uh, I'm a Libra. Interesting. What does that mean for me? I, I don't know. I just like to it. say... Well, I just like to say interesting after someone says their sign because then they freak out. Oh. But <laughs> but Libra means that you're balanced. It's oh. that you see both sides. You see all sides. Oh, interesting. Which is good and bad, I suppose. Exactly. Which is exactly. You just did that. Oh, on, <laughs> did you do that? I did not mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that almost feels like an accidental pun or something, and it just makes me feel a little nauseous. So I, I want everyone to know that I, did, I wasn't trying to do anything there. Um, and now I don't know what I'm doing. Let's answer some questions. Let me read these. Um, hi Bridger, uh, and guest. I'm a social worker in a hospital. Uh, so I'm, you know, things are hard right now. My little sister is getting married and her engagement party has been postponed due to COVID-19. She's really bummed out about it. Um, and I want to get her something amazing that will make her forget how sad she is and, uh, blow her, her fiance's mind as well. They're both in their mid twenties. They're cat lovers and they both have an obsession with Halloween. What would make an unforgettable gift? Thanks in advance, April. So we're getting like a, a, uh, 
an engagement gift for people who love cats. They're in their mid-twenties. Uh, early engagement. I'm just going to say it right off the bat. And they're obsessed with Halloween. Rude! I don't know. <laughs> this, is a, this is an April. It's April's sister. Who knows if April's sister will even listen? By, by the time this is done, maybe she'll be in her thirties. I don't know what to say. <laughs> so the perfect gift for this person is obviously another cat. Oh, interesting. Why, why do you say that? Just because you throw They're cats? They're cat just... lovers. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. They have like 10 cats already. Well, then make it 11. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say, get them cat. Co- no, actually, I was going to say cat costumes, but cats hate costumes. Yeah, cats don't like to be dressed up. You know what they like? Other cats. <laughs> catnip. How about a catnip plant? Ooh, oh, so catnip is weed for cats. That's what I heard. Right. So yeah, give, get hook them up with a with a move some weight to the cat. <laughs> give them a plug. Let them get high every day. Cats go wild with the catnip, and it's like something maybe they can plant in their garden, and then you know, uh, on their anniversary they can give the cats some catnip. That feels like a. That sounds pretty good. I don't know. Uh, buy them a pumpkin. It's Halloween is just around the corner. It's always just around the corner. Yeah, but pumpkins rot. That's true. That's the thing that they don't talk about. <laughs> a rotten pumpkin. <laughs> if you give them a rotten pumpkin several months in advance, they're going to have just like a soggy soup on their porch. Uh, I would say I think catnip is the way to go with this. Z-Way is strongly just in the favor of getting another cat, which to me feels totally ir- irresponsible. But well, just think about it. Cats need hope. That's true. Very true. Exactly. Well, don't buy the cat. The last thing we need is somebody paying for a pet. Go rescue a cat. And uh, uh, it may become a burden for them, but they'll eventually learn to love it. And uh, they're also not, it sounds like they're not getting married that soon. So they've got to, they need something to occupy their time. April. Exactly. Move forward with that information. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Okay, one more. Hi, Bridger. I have a very new boyfriend. I'm a gay man in my 20s who I started dating right before quarantine, and we've been spending almost every day isolated together since. His birthday is in two weeks. What should I get him for a gift? He's older than me, has a cute dog, and likes reading. Oh, and here we go. He's also very wealthy and already has everything, excuse me, everything you could imagine, which makes him hard to shop for. This just feels like, uh, and love Connor. Connor, this feels just like you wrote in to brag about your rich boyfriend. I know. Connor seems (laughs) very happy, unlike me. Connor, uh, I don't know. Make this... Make this guy dinner rather than writing it to a podcast to brag about your rich boyfriend. I, I <laughs> How selfish. How inconsiderate, Connor. Do the dishes, clean up around the house. Uh, I mean, I think with a, you know, with a wealthy older person that already has everything they want, your only real go-to here is uh, make something. And if you're bad at making s- things... <laughs> What about getting a book? Get a book. Get them a book. Because, I mean, I'm sure this person has a lot of books, but they don't have every book. Right. Books in French. Books in uh, Portuguese. Books in Yoruba. I'm just saying there are endless amounts of books. Do you have a book recommendation right off the top of your head? Uh, well, I always recommend Sula by Toni Morrison. Okay, of course. Octavia Butler. Oh. Parable of the Sower. Some science love. fiction Octavia Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Ooh, you could do as if the oral history of the movie Clueless by. Oh, I haven't read <laughs> that's this. A... <laughs> get, get <laughs> great book. That's a great book. Is it good? Yeah, because you learned that Reese Witherspoon had a general to be in the movie Clueless what? at the Ritz in um, downtown LA. Um, yeah, it's oh. really Dave Chappelle almost auditioned, almost was booked for the part of uh, Murray's character. Um, yeah, you learn a lot. You learn a lot. Lauren Hill was going to do a read for Stacey Dash's character. Oh my Again, I could go on. That's such a bizarro version of Clueless. And think of what would have happened to all those people's lives if they had been in, in Clueless. Ben Affleck was in talks to be the Paul, what's his name? Paul Rudd character. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It's a good book. Now, was Lauren Hill was... When did Clueless come out? Was this pre-Fuji's breaking through, or was this... This is when What's Fuji's head was was popular. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Well, there, you've now learned at least two things on this podcast. Who could ask for more? Um, Connor, get him the Clueless book. I demand it. This, it's really fun. A wealthy older gay gentleman, that feels right up his alley, especially if he was like in his 20s in the mid-90s. That would really hit the sweet spot. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Okay, everyone, we're done answering questions. We've helped enough people. The generosity goes on and on. Z-Way, what an honor to have you here. 
it's you've just been such a delight and i mean your gift was as memorable as it possibly could have been <laughs> i'm gonna print it out i mean can i print Please. it out i guess you're the giver Yes, please print it out, frame it, put it on your your refrigerator so people know that I'm not giving jack shit. <laughs> Do not oh, invite me to your wedding. <laughs> no, I would love to go to a wedding and make it about me. I'd wear white. Also, I would like to go on the record and apologize for using the word crazy. We don't use that word anymore. We say wild. Oh, That's boy. problematic. What, at what point did you see? And I didn't even hear it. That's yeah. how, I mean, ingrained it is. Uh, boy, we're not even going to go back. Z-Way's made her apology. Within the podcast, we didn't even have to get outside the podcast for the apology, which frequently is something that happens. I apologize for everything I say. Uh, I mean, the last hour or so, I just, I'm sorry. Um, but Z-Way, I'm not going to apologize for having you here because it's just been a miracle. And uh, I hope that you find something nice to do within the con- confines of your apartment. Well, thanks for bringing it back there. Everyone, um, remember, she's you know, lonely. She needs a boyfriend. <laughs> no, Rachel I don't need George. a boyfriend. I need myself. <laughs> but that was supposed to be her. <laughs> I don't need a man to rescue. I will save myself. <laughs> Hashtag she woman. wants a boyfriend. She doesn't need a boyfriend. Anybody out there that you think that ZY needs you, get lost. Yeah, get lost. Also, girlfriend. Hey, shout out all my hot ladies out there. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> she's a, she's in New York somewhere. I don't know what else to tell you. That's that's a small that's a geographical area that you can start searching for Z-Way. <laughs> Z-Way, bless your heart. Uh, bless you. This was so much fun. I had it was such a pleasure to um, humiliate you on your own show. I was I came out of this spotless. I am. I my my star is skyrocketing right now. <laughs> um, well, uh, again, thank you, and thank you for doing baited. I think the world is just having a wonderful time watching you. Thank you, thank you so much. You should come on the show. Would you ever come on my live show? Oh, I'm so. The comment section is terrifying to me. You know, people say that, but honestly, ignore it. I think I'm a nice interviewer, that's, and I will treat you problem. tenderly. That's my problem. Yeah. You're, you're like your sweetness, and you're like, I mean, and you're dealing with a lot of different types of people. We're just going to keep the podcast going for a moment, but like, it's so clear. Like, you come in with, with such good intentions. <laughs> Anytime there's a, a chance for people to live comment, they become lunatics. I um and. That, to me, scares me to death. I'm so afraid of live performance, and it feels a little bit like... I think you would end up with a boring interview, to be honest. You think so? Well, I, th- I disagree, because Nick Sorelli and Brad and Bradford Evans are two of my I funniest interviews. Wait, yeah, they were two Brad of my funniest... Funny- yeah, and they were two of my funniest guests because they were vehemently un- uncomfortable with the notion of being on screen. I thought and Nick was going to literally vanish. Yeah, exactly. It was great. I think it would be really funny. You should come on the show. Let me think about it. it make my heart is pounding just you asking me. Everybody listening to this, please pressure, please cyber bully Bridger into doing the show because he would be really funny. And I'll I'll post it so I won't I won't repost it with the comments. Uh, so you'll get you'll get it just you just you living your life. Let me think about it. I it's tempting but also horrifying. It feels like a like a dark cave where there could be treasure or a pack of wolves. <laughs> I don't know what to tell anyone. And you know that's you know a gift and a curse. That is. Um, all right, everybody, go out there and have a wonderful day with all of the the vast information you learned from this podcast. Thank you to Z-Way. Thank you to me. And uh, bless all of you. <laughs> Goodbye. I said no gifts is an exactly right production. It's engineered by Earth Angel Stephen Ray Morris. The theme song is by Miracle Worker Amy Mann. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at I said no gifts. And And if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life, email me at isaidnogifts at gmail.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're at it? When I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home 